Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. To those who are Spanish speakers, you are welcome to look in the description box below. I have a Spanish channel that is being very excellently translated in real time. It is called La Voz del Señor and there you can find prophecies that I have covered in the past because we're working methodically to bring that site up to date with where I am now. I also have alternate platforms on BitChute, Rumble, and Brighteon, where there are some messages regarding COVID-19, 2020, the Great Reset, that are no longer hosted here. And so you can go um, to those channels and um, access, I call it the medical playlist, but on that on, in those places, it's, it's just what it is. It was dealing with the harm that causes harm that goes in the arm and the things that God was speaking, um, would come about because of it. And I have a message from the Lord that I received on March the 21st, and I posted it yesterday. And the Lord actually wanted me to post it the same day that I got it. But that day just turned out to be one of those days that you can't quite manage to pull everything together. And so here I am just a day later, and this prophecy is continuing to speak. God is continuing to speak about the banking crisis that is looming over our heads here in the United States. And what I perceived from just listening to the way he spoke in this prophecy is how settled God is in the information that he gives. So for God, nothing surprises him because God is outside of time. So God is never waiting for events to happen sequentially, one after the other. God is not human, so God is not limited to seeing how is this going to work out? When God speaks, God is actually speaking to us from the end of a matter. This is why he's alpha and omega. He's the beginning and the end. And I always say in my life, God is also every step in between, which is why Christians should always strive to grow in their dependence and faith on God. God will not only give you an instruction here and then be waiting at the end to judge you, or, you know, to, to, to grade you on it. He is available. He is available. His word is available. His spirit is also available to walk with you every single step. All God requires from the Christian is the next step. Take the next step in faith, knowing that you are not alone. So this prophecy there are times that the spirit of the Lord is simply waiting for me to gain consciousness as in wake up. The minute that I wake up, God begins speaking as if I have a pen, I have paper, I won't have any of those things. And sometimes when I am tired, I can hear the same prophecy four or five times. Laying in bed, the same prophecy will just, he will say everything. And then my mind is trying to hold on to the pieces, but I'm dealing with sleep sometimes I'm dealing with tiredness, he will go back to the beginning and repeat the whole thing. And that's what this prophecy was like. He kept going over and over the same message because this message is established. This message is completely different from what we are being told. It's not as if I can understand everything in what we are being told because some of the language that these people use in their videos, I'm like, Okay, because it's like 
they say, oh, you know, we're in a squeeze right now. And then the QE of the fifth quarter is going to fall back and then rise up. And then we're looking at a hard landing and they simply don't speak English. They simply do their best to befuddle people, but God is very merciful and God is very different and God is very final. God is very final. I'm just joyful today. It is not as if the prophecy is good. It is not. If you looked at the thumbnail uh, of the picture, you already knew it was not good news, but um, praise God for his presence and goodness. So when God is saying something is established, it is established. That thing is finished. It is already done. It has already happened from God's point of view, from the point of view of heaven. And so all that is happening is that God is telling us the end of a discussion that he has already had with himself. He has already weighed the situation. He already knows what he's going to do. And therefore prophecy is actually back end conversation. That is what I call it. It is back end conversation from the God of heaven telling us something that he's already finished with and we're hearing it for the first time. And now we have to adjust. And so as soon as I open my eyes, this is the message I heard from the Lord and it kept being repeated until I understood it because it involves something that I don't know much about that is called systemic risk. And the first thing he said is the banking sector has failed. It is finished. It has collapsed. The banks will fail. The banking se sector will collapse and take everything else with it. And so uh, this is what I was saying about God. God is saying that the banking sector of the United States has failed. But if you call the experts and put them on a panel, they will say very different things. But he says it has failed, which means that between here, where it started, and this journey in the middle where we're going with all the Fed announcements and all the other things that some people may not understand, there is an end already established. And that end is that the vision that I brought here of seeing all the huge glass buildings that represent the big name banks and the middle name banks and even the smaller banks, all of them are going to catch one fire. And in this prophecy, God called that fire systemic risk. The banking sector has failed. It is finished. It has collapsed. The banks will fail. The banking sector will collapse and take everything else with it. And then I continue with his words. Everything that has to do with money in America or everything that depends on banks in America will fail. So obviously, if there are foreign things that depend on American money and if there are foreign things that depend on American banks, they're also going to be affected. He says, no one will be able to save them because the banks have contagion. What we see now is not the end of it. Yah says that every desperate effort to save America's banks will fail and America will have systemic risk. And so that fire that was burning on the buildings in the video that I made recently that says the meltdown of the banking sector. That fire is what is known as contagion. Contagion is some kind of deadly disease or deadly virus that will get into the middle of something and then spread very quickly, spread so quickly that even if it starts from a very tiny epicenter, it can infect five people who will then infect 55 people who will then infect 
2,000 people. And if you can see, going from 5 to 55 to 2,000 is what we call exponential growth. It's not normal growth. It's a pattern of growth that is completely out of hand, and it moves so fast that even experts in the field, this has to be the Lord, even experts in the field are not able to respond in time because contagion is a kind of infection that moves beyond their ability and beyond their skill and beyond their, their, their response time. Even if they are trained to handle a disease or handle an outbreak, contagion is the kind of sickness that quickly outstrips available resources, available knowledge, available skill, available training, and then it causes a horrible, horrible outcome. Ebola is contagion. When it breaks out, it is so hard to contain. And those on the ground can tell you what that is like. So God says that every desperate effort that they will make to save American banks will fail. And America is going to suffer systemic risk. And I spoke about this very recently in one of the recent videos. And I was asking, it was a question of war. I was saying, what happens when Revelation 18 is fulfilled upon the United States? What happens when a country that is at the core of all things, world trade, world wars, world um, influence, world politics, what happens when such a key player goes down suddenly? Or what happens when a key player goes into decline? Many other relationships and many other existing balances will be affected. And this is why when America, if we can say that America's in the middle and she begin to go down, the world order always corrects itself. And you will see, God has told us since 2019, when I came online, I've been speaking of these things, that we will see the counterbalancing of two horns rising and those twin horns are Russia and China. People actually think I'm speaking about Russia now because it's in the news. I've been seeing Russia come to America since 2014. I've been seeing visions that God would not even explain to me why are Russians in the street harming people and killing people, but that is not the subject here now. Systemic risk, the Lord gave me this understanding because the understanding that I have is born out it turns out by what is on Google, but this is the way he, in his kindness, broke it down for me to grab it. Systemic risk is different from this other risk, he told me, called systematic risk, because I thought that systematic risk is what he meant. People think these two types of risk are the same, but they are not. Systemic, systematic risk is where a problem develops in one area because of processes in that area, the way things are done in that area. And then it spoils that area. And then it begins to move to another area to spoil that area. And then the next and the next. And so when systematic risk is at work, it is like watching dominoes fall. So if you have it in one area, if you move fast enough, you can contain it. You can quickly contain it. Systemic risk is different. Systemic risk is where you start to have failure in multiple areas at the same time. And the best example for that was doctors. This is what I was understanding. Systemic illness is where multiple organ failure happens in the same person. 
You find that a person's heart rate will suddenly fall. You find that a person suddenly has trouble breathing on their own. They need to be intubated. So the doctors are trying to get the breathing apparatus working. They're trying to stabilize the heart rate. They're starting, they're working with the person's eyes. You're working with the person that like, I can't see. And they're like, oh no, his eyesight is failing as well. Many things go wrong at the same time. And once doctors are working with a person like that, very often they know that they have to prepare that person's family for bad news. So systemic risk in an economy is the same. It is the total failure of the money markets, the money systems, the money structures, the money methods, and one day the money itself. This is usually caused by a combination of factors that cannot be fixed. Why is this? Because in systemic risk, you are dealing with the failure of the entire system at a same time and at a pace that outstrips available knowledge, skill, resources, or methods to curb and stop the contagion that has started burning. And so, because everything is connected, when things are healthy and working in the system, all parts of the body flourish. All parts of that whole, the economic whole, we're talking about our country, flourishes. But because all things are connected, it means that when disease or destruction gets into even one part, the whole part, when Ebola gets into one part of a person, it does not stay localized. Even if you catch it from a cut under your fingernail and you're exposed to the contagious blood, it doesn't stay in the finger. It is going to enter your bloodstream and wash all through you. When something is systemic, the whole is affected at once. And because everything is connected, everything becomes unstable, sick, and there's no way to isolate the bad part. And this, as we are looking, we are seeing how one bank just dropped off the radar into oblivion and was wrapped up. I think they put it in sequestration. I've been talking about this for years that we will see this process of how people will just be bundled up, bundled up and carried away because they have the contagion, but it's not working. Other smaller players are starting to fall. They are putting out videos, um, these weird gleeful YouTubers that seem extremely happy that this is happening as if this is their moment to shine that people's savings might be wiped out. But anyway, um, they're putting out um, information that smaller credit unions now and smaller banks are in, in trouble. And of course, they're not trending at the top because they're not Credit Suisse and they're not this SVB bank that literally just fell off the rim of the world. And so the whole ecosystem suffers because the rot starts to move through the system. And the Lord was telling me that this is something like fatal error. When someone gives you this little um, USB, you know, the little memory stick and tells you, oh, there's information. The information you asked me for is on here. And you say, thanks. And you take that thing, but that person has a virus on his home computer. You connect it to your system and what is in there just spreads through your system. And the computer people know that some of these viruses are so dangerous that they can wipe out all the data on your computer in like 30 seconds or one minute, just wipe the entire hard drive and your machine is completely empty. And then this is what the Lord said. The banks will take one another down and everything else with them. 
supermarkets, stores, small grocery stores. This is the green grocers. You know, the guys outside that just have oranges and beets and they don't have a store. They set up these little kiosks and you buy what you need from them as you go. Small gross, um, small grocers, schools, the Lord said, um, I can't tell you how schools will be affected, but maybe someone knows credit lenders, real estate, property brokers, small business, big box franchises. This is the big, big stores that they have everywhere, like Target, like McDonald's, like Wendy's, the stock market. And last but not least, Joe Biden. Joe Biden will lose support on the back of this crisis, and there will be a great political crisis at the same time as a financial crisis in America. He will fall as a result of this crisis and be made a scapegoat and a patsy for what is already created behind the scenes. Impeach President Biden. You will see this on banners all across America. It will be trending for a president who, despite all his public failures thus far, has avoided any major political blowback. Despite all the things he has been blamed for and managed to escape, this crisis will put the nail in his coffin. So uh, we don't live in a vacuum. We can see that the president is already a little frail. These things are not brand new. This is not breaking news. We can see that there's been a pushback, that he's not fit. Many people feel that America is not in a strong leadership position and that she's not being respected by international powers. And many people say that this is because um, we're, we're starting to fall in relevance as a direct result of the fact that we're not presenting strong leadership to the world. Uh, and we can't deny that people are not really coming here for talks and they're not really coming here to interact politically, but they sure are visiting each other out there, aren't they? They sure are flying to each other's countries, especially people that America might consider hostile countries or definitely not true, true allies. Instead of coming here for discourse or things like that, they're, they're visiting each other and they're having very much visible unity out there. And when I saw this, I said to the Lord, God, you are true. Because what God said, Two years ago or three, I think it was 2020 when I brought the prophecy ascendancy, God said that people will start to ignore America, that America will start to decline in her political leadership and her political relevance. And um, people will be much more interested in cross-border relations with themselves. And they will also start to perceive Russia and China as people to strike deals with. Russia and China as people to go and deal directly with. And I think that people have started to make deals with those two countries to get resources like natural gas and oil in their local currencies. So they're not using the dollar, even though there was a headline the other day that says, even with the banks shaking, the dollar is the only game in town. It appears that reality does not agree with that propaganda headline. And remember that I have said, since I shared the 2018 dream that is called Money Down the Drain, that propaganda is going to swing into effect in this country. They have been telling us that inflation was transitory, transitory, but I can tell you my wallet does not agree that inflation is transitory because the price of 
Beef in New York City is a crime against humanity. So it is not transitory. It was here in 2021, which is when I first noticed it. In the first quarter of 2021, the prices of everything became steeply hiked in a neighborhood that up to that point had been pretty well balanced price-wise. It was like these little gnomes went and repriced everything within a four mile radius of my house. And it has not been transitory unless transitory means here to stay and continuously increasing. And so God says that Joe Biden is going to slide down the ladder because of this. And he was speaking of impeachment coming to this man because of this that it's not going to be tolerated by ordinary Americans once the banks start doing this thing, falling onto each other and knocking each other down, and that all these desperate efforts to prop them up is not going to work. So when God was listing all the places that will be affected by this systemic risk, the housing sector and you know the supermarkets and shopping and even small businesses he said small stores the greengrocers just these guys that literally push those metal kiosks and they set up and they have greens and onions and everything and if you don't want to go to the store and you're walking by and you see one you can get pretty good shopping from them but um he says that from the little to the top, the big box stores, Macy's has been closing. Bank America has been closing. They're closing offices. They're laying off people. We are in the middle of a reality that is being constantly denied by the people in power as if we don't have eyes to see. And because people are so desperate for some semblance of normalcy, they continue to believe what the TV is telling them instead of simply allowing their wallets to prophesy to them and tell them, I don't feel good. And this has been going on for a while. And the Lord even said to me, uh, I think it was a day ago, he said, examine the way that people view the high level people that control the monetary situation in this country. He says, this is supposed to be a free market economy. And I said, yes. Then he said, why do people in America have an ingrained expectation that a small business that's selling stuff that nobody wants should be allowed to go out of business? Because clearly the business owner is not wise. He doesn't know what the market share that he can cover is. He doesn't know what the people around him want. And so if they ignore his store for six months to a year, he should be allowed to close and go out of business. But he said, why is there a deep expectation in the hearts of Americans that when their banks are failing, the banks should always be helped? And I could not answer this. But it is an expectation because I have seen people in interviews saying very confidently, such and such a bank can never fail. It can never fail. And these are gray headed experts speaking. And I'm thinking the minute you say never, heaven gets busy printing and designing a tombstone for what you just called a never situation. The second you say never, when the ears of God are open, the tombstone is being designed and the fat lady is warming up her throat for an aria that we will never forget. And so Joe Biden and everything that's coming after him is part of the total body failure of America. So everything that will come after this man. And I was lying there and I was thinking, why would God list Joe Biden in, in the midst of inanimate objects like schools, like small businesses, like, like real estate brokers? Why would he list him? It's because he is going to be part 
of, God said, major political, social, and economic blowback that is going to put this country on her backside in a way that not a single one of us ever expected. It's going to be systemic failure, failure from the head all the way down to the foot. America has reached a crisis point never before seen in her history. All her experts are saying that if a crisis happens, big if, they speak as if it's impossible, but God has already revealed on this channel that there will be a total sinking of, for instance, the stock market. That prophecy is called underwater, where the stock market was shown before me and God showed me that a tiny bit of it is where all the activity happens, that it's rigged that people in this country do a lot of insider trading, that they take the money of people who put their money into stocks and bonds and futures, I don't know what that is, and derivatives, I also do not quite know what those are, but these are terms that I've heard, and so I can say them. They put their money into things, and then the Lord says it's just like a poker game. They rake all that stuff into the private part of the stock market, and they use people's money as chips to play personal betting games, and, and it's rigged, and that's why they always win. They always win because the game is rigged from the start. So they're saying if, because they truly have in their hearts, God was telling me, he said they truly have in their hearts an expectation that the government would never sit and let 2008 happen again. But it's going to be out of their hands. I've been speaking of a crisis that is going to be worse than 2008. It's verified and documented on the blog, and it's verified and documented in old videos. And I'm going to share from an old video um, a very strange dream that I had. That video is called The, the Black Horse Economic Crisis. So they're saying if a crisis that is worse than 2008 or worse than anything they've ever seen happens. They don't understand that by their own words, worse than 08, worse than anything we've ever seen, means that even they, the pundits, have never ever seen, seen or lived through what they're trying to tell us can never happen. They cannot explain why they are saying this. And God was telling me they're being optimistic on purpose. They're being arrogant, but they are actually quite scared. America has reached a time of political, social, economic upheaval like never before. She has reached a place that I've spoken about before called convergence. All the problems, the racial tension, um, hatred between groups, the, the strange rise in anger that I have warned on this channel is, is a mix of many things. The, the harm in the arm have, has definitely changed the temperature of many people. They are acting erratic. They're acting strange. They're acting aggressive as all get out. And they're being um, very different to their normal personalities. But there's also a lot of social heat, racial heat, that has started to come into America. There's a lot of um, pandemic stress is what they call it. There's a lot of demonic activity. This is a lot going on. This is onions and carrots and radishes and, and all kinds of different bits of venison in one stew. Convergence is taking a big ladle and stirring that stew. And who's going to do it? Surprise, surprise, the media. Increase problems of rich versus poor. Increase buying of firearms. I spoke of that. You can see what's going on with the vilification of the previous president. 
you can see that uh, certain parts of the population are just watching to see how it's going to happen. And they're just sitting at home, perhaps with their little whippersnappers on their knees and rocking and saying, well, let's see how it all plays out. And God says all these things are going to come to a place of convergence. People suddenly getting poor and falling through the cracks, sharp rises in homelessness, extreme rises in violent crime and non-punishment of the offenders of these crimes. Now add to that financial collapse, money collapse, and coming harsh economic trials, unemployment, and wage crisis for people. All these things have been documented in the prophecies, and we have now come to the cusp of where we will start to see them actually happening, I get, and how they tie together. Here is the thing at the very end of when God gave me this word. I can honestly say that um, God is not God has given many, many words of exhortation and teaching and edification on this channel. And he has given many words of warning. Tell them this, Celestial, and tell my people this. Tell my people to fortify themselves and tell my people to put their trust in me and tell my people to evangelize more and tell my people to get stronger because they will see many things before I come. But this piece of advice... When I first heard it, I was reluctant, but now I understand that this is advice that is being given everywhere and Noah again came to my heart. So this is not even out there advice. What he said was, tell them to take money out and prepare. Tell my people to take money into their homes, buy what they need and prepare. And I have to say it, that made it real, real for me. That made it real, real for me. Because this is, if you take the word money out, this must have been the sentence that God said to Noah. Go out there, get the animals, bring them in, gather food for yourselves and the ones who are coming for you, with you, gather food for the animals, take it all into the ark, Noah, prepare. And so this is not a kind of test run thing anymore. God was talking about the crypto, talking about the crypto, talking about the crypto, and people were just thinking, well, it's going to happen in 2049. And then it started happening. And at least those who were honest were saying, you know, I was hearing Celestial speak, but I just thought it was for a further off time. God is telling us not to be people with our hand left on the table that gets it chopped off. And I have been saying in all the old videos since 2009, when I, not 2009, since 2019, about the prophecies that God was showing me about America's supply chain and stuff like that, when lo the Lord was saying, how can we be unwise and not have the basics around us that we need? And I, and I stressed it. I said, even if you have children or you don't have children, how can, you, how can you sit and only have what you need for the moment? Have you never heard of panic buying? Have you never heard of people running into the store and clearing everything? And I was speaking of the bank balance and I was talking about the power of the bank balance. And I was saying, if you sit there, people with bigger bank balances than you will take everything from you because they have the ability to buy out the store in a swipe. This is why they imposed controls on basic goods in 2020, because rich people have the ability to take it all. So this is what the Lord was saying. 
that we should have money in the homes and prepare. This does not mean that you can go out there and say, Celestial, the invest investment analyst said to go and wipe out your bank account. I said no such thing. And I love the fact that this is on video. You never come here and you see me all hyped up and trying to make the video more trendy. I cannot handle the prophecies that way. These prophecies are heavy boulders. Now imagine if I came all breathless behind my sparkly bedsheet and try to sensationalize what is already so difficult for ordinary people. I cannot and I shall not and I will never do that. So be sober-minded in all things. Don't go drain your account and take all your money and just trigger all the IRS and TRS and then they come and visit you because you got 40 trillion at home under the floorboards or in the barn. You have to pray to God to ask him what is enough. And here's another biblical example that came to my heart. What came to my heart is this. When the manna used to fall, the directive from God was very clear. It told them go out and gather by omers, one omer for every person in the household. If you're six, gather the six omers. If you know you're only three, gather three. And it says, if you know that what you're gathering is a lot and you can share it with the other household, then share it with the other household because here is the thing about Jesus's provision. He determines if it's going to spoil if you hoard it or not. I know that money doesn't spoil for now. But that's a very good rule of thumb. Pray to God and find out how much is enough. If he tells you pull it all out, then maybe he knows that maybe if this crisis is going to go on for a year and a half, that your bank is next. So if he tells you pull it all out, then he's not trying to get you standing and crying in the bank runs. And so do that. But if he tells you an amount or you start to pray and you feel this, and then you go and get it out, but you don't feel settled in the heart, not because you have fear, but you just don't feel that the dove of God's peace has settled. Then go and get more and go and get more. Don't be like that king. When the prophet was dying, he told him, take an arrow, strike the arrow on the ground. Now a prophet is dying. These are people of power. The word of God is in their mouth. You don't know why this man has told you to take an arrow and strike it on the ground. Why are you going to come and just strike it three times? Thud, thud, thud. And then you stop. Yeah, I hit it. And the prophet said to him, you're a fool. You are a fool. If you had exercised your anger on the arrow, or at least if you had continued striking until you received another instruction to stop, you would have wiped out your enemies totally. But because you only struck three times and stopped, you will only win three battles against the Syrians and then they're gonna come right back like a thorn and torment you. And that is what happens to people who cannot discern godly instructions, who cannot pray and ask. You do not have to be a guru at hearing the voice of the Lord. There are many ways to attain and achieve safety with the Holy Spirit. And so um, I've always said that the days were coming, then our grit, our peace, our testament of Christ, who is Jesus Christ to us, our ability to rest in him, our ability to make sound and wise decisions after prayer, not by asking Doug and Katie next door, well, what are you guys doing so we can do it too? That's not how it works. I always said those days were coming and now those days are here. So just a moment and I will read briefly from the Black Horse Prophecy. Okay, this prophetic message is called the Black Horse 
economic downfall, and this is from just about mid-year 2022, May 26. So I received this message when I was mostly asleep, but it was such a different message. And so I woke up to record it as it was coming to me. It came without any punctuation. It was exactly like the telegraphs of the old days, you know, when they say, on my way, horse got sick, had to stop at town. It's so strange. It was just like that. Very urgent words of economic downfall and decline coming to America. And I will just read the part that deals with the economic downfall because it was a very long and strong message. It says, S and P, Procter and Gamble, shares fall. Major big companies suffer slump. No gains in the economy. Record losses posted in oil, wheat, and grain sectors. Job losses are on the way, as when Bank of America majorly retrenched people years ago. Economic shrinkage coming for most countries. Tighten the belt. Spend less. Be wise with your money. The economy is going to crash. U.S. economy will produce nothing, no food, no grain, no metals, no services, no construction, no manufacturing, no export-worthy goods. Shrinkage, shrinkage. Shrinkage is coming. Prepare, says the Lord. Prepare yourselves. Canning is necessary. Canning is wise. If you know how to can things for the future, you should do so. Preserve grains as Joseph did. Preservation of grains is life-saving. When there is no grain to be found, you will, you will grind what you stored to make flour and bake your own bread. Can. Preserve. While you are able, a shortage of wheat in America and the world at large is coming. The angel of the Lord is coming. The angel that brings collapse and economic hardship. The angel that takes peace from the world is coming. The angel with the sword of famine and starvation is coming. World hunger as has never been seen before. Your good years are done, America. Your blessed years are over. The cursed years are coming. What will you do? How will you cope? And I will stop it there. It was much longer than that. It was talking about things like how um, plague will come to many nations and vermin and rats as big as cats. And I saw them, those size of the rats. And in this when I was dreaming, I saw a magazine called S&P that I now know is, is related to uh, Standard and Poor's. And it flipped open in front of me with many complicated graphs in it. And I didn't understand those graphs. But the pages went down to a double spread article entitled, U.S. Economy Produces Nothing. And on that page were very simple graphs to read because every single graph showed a total lack of anything in the United States economy working. So you know a graph is supposed to go like this to show life and time and increase and falls. The graph was like this along the zero vector. So it was just like this flat on the ground and all the graphs had no life in them. One graph said grains, one graph said precious metals, one graph said steel, another said manufacturing, another said trade, another one said bullion, another said metal, Another said goods and services, and every graph was flat and dead along um, the zero vector. And so um, the article 
was written, and this is some of what I was able to read in the article, bless God. So this is what I read from that article in my dream. The American economy is dead. Do not expect America to produce anything or give a fair wage for skilled labor. That is a thing of the past. Middle-class income is being steadily eroded, and more and more early retirees are being forced back into the workplace as they realize they will not be able to survive on fixed income or savings or maintain their previous standard or living of living. More and more single and two-income homes are being forced to take or seek a second job. More and more wages are being lost as the economy shrinks in certain areas and eats up good offerings and salaries that should have otherwise been provided. Wage earners are constrained, and the result is lost pay and wasted labor. Second paragraph said this, people are homeless, but it's not visible yet. It's a pandemic within a pandemic. Couch surfing and moving back in with the parents or with an ex-roommate or even a marital partner are the primary ways that people are combating eviction and homeless issues for now. The extent of the problem is being hidden and delayed by catchment remedies. That just means a little patch method, such as having somewhere to go for now. Homelessness is hard to quantify when people aren't yet on the streets. The problem appears to be contained for now, but in future it won't be. And there was much more in this article in my sleep, but after the second paragraph, it turned blurry, just like when you're reading these expensive publications like the Wall Street Journal, and they only let you read two paragraphs, and then the rest has a paywall, and you have to pay if you want to. And so God was talking in this prophecy about how retrenchment is coming, and we are seeing it now um, less than a year later, even though it's been happening a bit all through 2022. Retrenchment is when you're asked to leave the company, even if you don't want to. God said, big companies foresee big losses. They are going to go into major slumps. And since the most disposable asset after office space is people, terminations in the job market is on the way. Companies have already gotten rid of office space by sending people home to work remotely. Now God is saying that they will dispose of people. So if it started as the great resignation in 2020, it is going to turn into the great firing later, and we should all hear and understand. And here is another part, economic shrinkage, jobs going away, employment becoming scarce, jobs being so poorly paid that people need two or three jobs to make ends meet and cover basic expenses. Part-time work will be more available than decent full-time with all the expected benefits. Early retired people will have to go back out to work again because their projected income cap for retirement will not be enough. And fixed income people will see that what Social Security is giving them will be able to only buy less. And of course, that is because of inflation eroding the buying power of the dollar I want to thank you for being here with me at the Master's Voice. I am Celestial. All sober-minded people should seek God at this time. And it is wise. Noah took the food that he needed to eat on the boat. This wasn't rocket science. If you're going to be on a boat and you don't know how long for, don't be like the king with the arrows. It is not good. You hear that God is speaking about things like... Um, 
eviction. You hear God is speaking about things like homelessness. Do not play games with your rent. For instance, if your bank has a problem and your bank has a bank run, the first thing they're going to do is go and point, push that bank button of power that limits your withdrawal at the ATM. And that also puts a cap on your, what is it called? Your, your daily online limit. They'll put a cap on how much you can use for your card. So if you know your mortgage is more than your, your card payment, I guarantee that if you, if you pay with money in an envelope, they'll take it. Um, you don't know if they will be giving a grace period for things like your car note and stuff like that. So it's good to have these things if you have the money available to take it out and have it because in the time of trial where everyone might be trying to quickly pay the mortgage on the day that they hear their bank is failing. The bank is not going to be able to honor those things. They will cap you, cap you, cap you, cap you everywhere. And then what will you do? You will do exactly what people who don't prepare in the book of Proverbs do. They always start to wailing. Wailing is the cry of the human heart when there are no more answers left. So this is not even financial advice, bless God. This is just plain old biblical common sense. Noah was a prepper, children of God. And uh, to people in the cities, I'm with you. We're just going to have to trust God. There is only so much water that you can keep in an apartment. God bless you. Thank you to those who support me. Your gifts are very well received. If I have not replied your email, please just be patient. There is, um, there's so much email and that's something I wanted to mention. If your email is about something that you know, as a Christian, you can figure out yourself through prayer and there's no need to reach out to celestial. There is no reason to send me an email and ask me what Bible you should buy. The answer is so clear to that. Buy a Bible in your language at your level. If you can handle the King James, go for it. If you need a new King James, go for it. If you're just starting and the thou is throwing you off, don't listen to the 40 year Christians. They're elitist and they don't care that you might stumble if you're reading something that's hard for you. Get yourself an NIV and read it and, and just block them off. Please just give me a little bit of a break with the emails, everyone, thank you. So to those who support me, God bless you. I pray for you, whether you sow or not. It is not necessary. This is free information, God's information. It is meant to edify, build up, strengthen, and also to teach us honestly it, these prophecies have taught me self-control self-control is one of the greatest fruits of the spirit everyone wants to say how loving they are and oh no they have kindness trust me those top gifts endurance meekness self-control you can't go wrong with those things because in the end times they will be much much needed just keep a level head on your shoulders and God bless you until I see you again. Goodbye.